Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Wrestling with a Champ from the Edinburgh Fringe 2023. Cue the bagpipes. So you join us here in our digs, our very auspicious digs, I think it's fair to say. And uh, just to give you context of where we are, if you've seen the video of me getting dressed for last year's Fringe, the Commando style one, uh, me being um, the champ, um, we're actually in the room next door to that. Um, So we're here on the outskirts of Edinburgh and Leith. I feel that this podcast should come, you know, when they do the crystal maze and they kind of show you all the fall zones <laughs> yeah. and go, du, 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 du. it's kind of, you need the map of the house that we're in. Well, uh, but yeah, Leith, which is, um, it's only a short bus ride away, half an hour into glorious yeah. Edinburgh. Which is always, a, that's, that's been a lovely thing every day, walking to the bus stop mm. in character, <laughs> getting on the bus in character. Yeah. And just the... The reactions, it's like you get your game face on as soon as you step out the door. When we just got back, we, I watched Morag in her Kia Picanto literally screech her car to a halt because she couldn't believe... I couldn't believe my eyes. I was watching a wrestler. Can you believe it, Donald? Is she anyway, French? She is. Anyway, we are here to perform, and we are currently performing our second live show, Smile Driver. Smile Driver. It's just a fiber driver. It's just a fiber. Come and touch the spandex. Which is all about the champ, the ginger ninja, and his battle with the dreaded cancel culture. Now, for those that uh, everyone knows about cancel culture, really, basically any white male celebrity has either fallen foul, and, and often rightly so, of either the Me Too or the cancel culture movement. Uh, but in this show, the champ does something. Uh, very innocent but fairly horrendous and is condemned to a life outside of wrestling and it's about his kind of road to redemption story now when we kind of worked this out and were you loving the vibe where were you with the champ's journey i think that the thing that sold it to me was that you went i've got an idea for a show 
based on the seven stages of grief. Mm. And I was like... It is a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's go there. Let's yeah. go there. And um, yeah, it's kind of developed. And, and the way we've done this show is very similar to last year's mm. show, is we broke it down into, to do a 40, 45 minute show, 10 four minute sections. We had a rough outline of what would happen, but then you would write the first four minutes, then the next day I write the next four minutes. And that's how we got the rhythm to begin with. And what's really nice, even though we've chopped things around and moved things around, is how much of that comes from that initial writing still. You know, some of the gags, some of the physicality, even though we didn't know what the room was going to be like when we got here. Yeah. But so also, so much of it we've added on a daily basis. We've kind of done the 1%, right? We've layered it. So jokes that weren't there on Saturday when we started at... Some of our biggest laughs now, but and I think that's probably quite interesting about having a having a really solid seven out of ten show to get you going. I mean, it's still majority of the same show that we did at the Leicester Comedy yeah. Festival, but also it feels massively different because of how we've kind of chopped and changed a few bits as well. And it's so different to doing the podcast as well because mm-hmm. we would do the podcast, you know, it, it, it it's written and then we get the voices and then we do our voices. You tend to do the first edit and I'll do the the second edit on it. And then it goes out and then that's it. It's done. But I don't think we've ever gone back and changed it. No, we don't have time. <laughs> uh, we do com- comedy timing, uh, soundscaping and kind of bringing it all to life in a really, really rich, valuable way. But then that's it. It's done. Yeah. But then the, with, with this, and it was similar when we did Better End Than Dead last year, is it's like having that one podcast episode but you do it so many times yeah. and then you the, on your own because yeah. we do all the rehearsals yeah. and then we do it another 10, 15, 20 times in front of people as well. Yeah. And, and it evolves, it grows. It's, 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 it's not, it's not an easy process because with the podcast, it's like, you're not doing it with an audience in mind. You're not looking at the whites of, of their eyes. Or, when, the, or, the, or the back of the throat as a <laughs> gasp in horror. Yeah. But when you do this, you're very, very acutely aware that sometimes you're performing to, tourists who have just seen the word wrestling in a program and thought i'll give that a go and actually what we've thought about more than ever is how we try and match those expectations but still be true to the character so i you know chances are there's probably a day or two left of you hearing this for you to come up and see the the show but we have said we'll try and do a few more live dates of this show uh before new year's eve when traditionally we like to put our annual shows in the bin so that smile driver uh you can if you listen to this, come and like any of the social stuff that we're doing on our Instagram mainly. That's really valuable, even if you can't get up here. Um, thoughts on the festival then? And obviously you're back for, for year two as a wrestling performer. How do you think it compares to last year? I think the first difference is we came in in the last throws of it last year. We came more than halfway through the festival. Did the last sort of 10 days really, wasn't it? And... When we arrived here, it was they were still doing previews when I arrived, and then we were both at the venue the day before it officially started to set up the venue and get involved. And, and for me, it was a real education in terms of what the the PBH free fringe is all about. And I, I really like that the ethos of it, what they're trying to do, and and I, obviously I'm appreciative of the. Um, the opportunity that it allows us to yeah. get up here and do you've got to give them their flowers for 
for running it on £28,000. That's no, amazing. No funding, no subsidies, no grants when, uh, you know, everyone else gets, not everyone else, but there is a lot of money sloshing around to, to help support venues and, and promoters. And, um, yeah, they rely on donations. Yeah. You know. I, I feel like we've spent that much on just beer and uh, meals just this week. I think you spent that much on Link shower gel. Uh, <laughs> And wash the wig after a few days. Into- it's not a, yeah, okay. That's the biggest question, right? That's the, the, we were thinking of getting a new line of T-shirts because the number one thing we get asked, uh, people will cross the street, they will risk life and then run in front of a bus to come over and go, is that your real hair? Oh my God, it's amazing. Is it a wig? Can I touch it? Yeah, and um, you, your answers vary. Yeah. Your answers vary. But I've, I've decided to not... Sometimes you say, you said to the woman the other day, she went, can I touch it? And you went, yes, but not here. <laughs> and I knew what you meant. I don't know that she knew what you meant. I said that was used... What, at that point, you should have produced a flyer, and you didn't. <laughs> and I think she just backed away and ran. Um, but yeah, no, it's... Um, if, for, for me, it's been really interesting being up here and doing it the second time around. Because the first couple of days, I wasn't the kind of wide-eyed, buzzy bunny that I was last year. But then I realised, actually, you've got to just fucking get on with it and give yourself that energy. And it was yesterday, really, when we were sitting on the bus, so that was uh, Monday, bank holiday Monday, and I just thought, right, if we don't amp ourselves up, we don't talk positive, we've got to give ourselves that, this is going to be a great day, this is going to be a great show, really psych ourselves into that mindset. Uh, I think we relied on a lot of the festival energy last year. But also we've done the festival completely differently. A lot of the places we were out and about last year, we haven't done. A lot of the the walking around being really prominent for hours, we haven't done. Mainly because we've been focusing on getting the show ready and um, supporting a lot of other comedians. And we'll, we'll give you a list of um, some names that you can go and check out uh, around the comedy circuit that we've, that we've seen or we want to see. But um, I've really found it interesting this year because of... It's, it feels like the first full one after COVID. Um, whereas last year, I think people were kind of cautious and ticket sales were massively down. I mean, Alex Hilton, who we spoke to, said, you know, ticket sales are up on last year. But then he said last year was his worst ever year because oh. people still weren't coming back to the, the festival. So I think we've been really grateful for anyone that's made the effort to, to come and see us, you know, um, in groups of two and three. But a lot of people have, have come on their own, so... Yeah, I've really enjoyed the festival, so. Yeah, I think as well, I've noticed an evolution in terms of nothing else myself in how how I feel about being a performer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, if you want to find out how I feel about him, you've got to come and see the show. It's uh, only one word he used to describe. <laughs> uh, but it was, was it yesterday we did the three shows? On the bank holiday Monday, yeah, yeah. we did three, three shows. So we did this one show like two o'clock in the afternoon and they, 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 they put us on towards the end of that show, didn't they? We were supposed to, no, we were supposed to be on second because not all the acts had turned up right. and they were like, yeah, go on second because there's no, there's no other acts there other than the one that's on stage. And then, um, they, they, I think because of our sparkly jackets and our witty, witty banter and the, the, the flash of, uh, you know, naughtiness in our eyes, they decided to, um, make us close the show, which was a real, Really great shot in the arm, right? Because we were we were doing okay for audiences, but this was an established venue that just had it. The audience were good; they got what we were doing, and it, it really worked. Yeah. So, um, and then, but what happened? Because we did, um, we basically did like a ten minute version, which we've done in a few comedy clubs um, since last year. It was like te- 
sort of eight minutes of the best bits of last year's show plus two new minutes. And we we did that and we changed a few little bits in it to make it more um, relevant. Well, you're just condensing it, aren't yeah. you? You're, 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 cut, you're cutting the bits out that aren't related to storytelling. Because mm. when you're doing those tiny spots, you're just, you want it to be a laugh, a laughter machine gun, yeah. right? So we just, we just concertinaed um, the audience interaction bit from the, in fact, the, the Just a Tonic show we did at Leicester last year. So it was a bit of Better Red Than Dead and a bit of the Just a Tonic yeah. stuff. But um, yeah, that, that day, the Bank Holiday Monday was, Crazy because we did that show. Then we went to do our main show, which is at five o'clock. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, we got to the venue. We were setting up for the venue, and I suddenly realised we were missing the prop. Which prop? The golden cock box. Ah, and uh, this is quite a pivotal role Mm -hmm. in the show. And what had happened was, um, usually I sort out all my own props. You are head of the props department, to be fair. But but I'd be head of branding and you'd be head of props. But because we were doing this other show, it's our first time we'd done it in this run, Mm. it was a bit of a in and out. And Damien took the lead on that prop and then... You're head of props, not me. Didn't put it back where it should be. It didn't end up where it was supposed to be. So, uh, thankfully, uh, like any, any good wrestler, I have a spare... Um, so we were able to do our show uh, with consequences for Damien, which uh, I'll just leave it as that. If you've seen the show, you know. No, I'll tell you, right? You know, I, the ant has two two cock boxes. Believe I only it. have one cock, though. <laughs> believe it or not. And um, one he wears. So because the, we'd lost the prop, um, my penance was to have to inhale. <laughs> Instead of the stunt one, it was yeah, the real one. Inhale the air in and around the one that he'd been wearing for four days. Uh, I Constantly. An experience I shared with an audience member who didn't know that it was full of pubes. Um, so that was that was pretty bad. But anyway, yeah. so, so we, we, we managed to get through the show and then we're like, quick, let's get back to the other venue and pick this up. So run across town to get back to it. We go in. And we go to look if we can just pick it up, but there's a show on. And we don't know when it's going to finish, so we're thinking, oh, we'll sit around and have a drink, and then once we'll we'll go in and see if we can find it. As I I go in and poke my head in, we see the promoter, and I say, has anybody... It's a really weird thing to ask, but has anybody seen, like, a golden cricket box, (laughs) which we left earlier today? And her response was... Are you wrestling with the champ? Which I must admit felt quite good. It's nice, good for the ego. Good yeah. job. You, you were you wearing another cock box at this point? Uh, probably. Yes, was. yes, I was. Right. I was still still wearing it from the show. Probably straining yeah. in your pants as you got a semi at the thought of being <laughs> recognised for your wrestling status. And then um, she says, "Will you come on and do a bit?" Because the show is dying. And it was just another sort of mixed bag of of comedians. And that's totally, like, that can happen. Mm. No reflection on any performers. That can just happen for some reason or another. Time of day, weather, first show of the day. Oh, I mean, it, it happened, can definitely happen. It happened to us last year. Our best show was on the penultimate day. Yeah. The final day, almost exactly the same show. Tumbleweed. Nothing, nothing. Um, so, yeah, so I was like, yeah, sure, when do you want us on? And she was like, in, in a minute. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. An actual minute. Now, we have to remember at this point is that this is where Ant and I diverge slightly, is I'll go, fucking cool, let's go, sleeves up, get behind a microphone and do it. Don't even think about it because at that point, all the material is stored in your head. You can just access it like giga fast broadband or whatever. What happens to Anne, and this is, this is, I think this is fair, right, is that suddenly your to-do list becomes 20, 20 things deep. Your pre-flight checklist becomes massive and you go, I can't possibly get all of this done in five minutes. No, no. But no, but I think this was a real, this was a real breakthrough because actually once you, you, you were then still having two other conversations with other people and I was like, you've got one minute. And it was a really, really interesting to see you just kind of zone in on something and you're good at hyper focus, but can you hyper focus and deliver in, you're good at hyper focusing and spending a long time in that. Mm. space this was really interesting in you've got five minutes you know you can do it yeah but how you could achieve it yourself within that headspace was really interesting well what, what i what i had to do was effectively what the show was and could we just come off the stage the certain things that we have in the show that i wasn't sure that we had so i had to do a quick scan mm. unfortunately we had a spare thing that we you had you you had the acock works which yeah. is really you know Everyone's got yeah. their lucky charm. And, but there was, there was something else that we used in the show, which, which we didn't have, but thankfully we, we had a friend who donated one. Oh, a T-shirt? Yes. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> You'll come and see the show. There's yeah. a T-shirt involved. Um, and uh, so I was just going, because otherwise, if that's not there, the whole show... You'll get there. Yeah. You won't be able to do your bit with exactly. a T-shirt. So yeah. that's what I was trying to work mm. out in my head. And the scandal was like, okay, we do. And then I have to go because of the way... There's a specific order that I put the costume on, but then I had to do a quick change mm. to get this in, incorporated in the outfit. And that was it. And then we were able to go. And th- so, again, we just did it. We smashed it. It was very quick, great turnover, tiring. But then we headed home. And we, when we totted it up, we'd done these two guest spots. The show we'd done earlier in the day, I think we had seven people in. Across the three shows we'd made... And you don't get paid for guest spots. So we'd done three performances. In one day. And in one day, and the total grand amount was... Seven pounds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have to laugh or you'll cry. Because how much is the the average pint if you go into, like, underbelly of the touristy bits? The price of an average Six pound eighty. Yeah, right. So pretty much seven quid. So at that point, it was like... Should we share a pint? Should two middle-aged men in their mid to late forties just huddle around this one single pint and cry man tears that we made seven pounds? Now the bonus of where our digs is is it's just down the road from the champ's favourite store, Morrison's, and uh, I'd done a shop earlier in the day, so we knew we had some supplies in. 
And uh, we looked. And what was really interesting for me, how much was the Uber? Was it £7.05? It was about the price of a pine. No, it was yeah. like £6.94. Yeah. Anyway, so so the, 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 all the performances, all the great work, and it was buzzing. Every show was really good. Everything seemed to land. We were really up. Small crowd, but that was fine uh, on our show. But we just had the £7 that we were taking with us. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> we're taking more from this than... Than finances, which is what you have to say when you don't make a lot of money. Yeah, we are we are rich emotionally. We are just unable to pay our mortgage today, yeah. so. Mister Bank Manager. Yeah. yeah, and then so we we get in the the Uber and we start chatting to the driver. He's very very upbeat, uh, cheerful fellow from Moldova. Ruslan, I think it was called. good remembering. Yeah. Yes, it was a um, red car. Re- really nice, really nice fella, and um, you know he was just chatting about like. Like we were asking him how, if it was busy, well, and then no more taxi no, driver conversation. No, let's get into it. What you like is when someone is from somewhere you're not from. <laughs> let's tell the truth, not mince around it, right? You'll go Moldova. Ah, holy <laughs> And if you've either, if you either know basic lingo, you'll drop it, or you had a mate that's from that country, or you went to a cruise ship on that country, you did a tour in the country, and that's lovely. I love it. You just do it all the fucking time. <laughs> So a 10-minute walk to a burger bar takes an hour because you'll be like, oh, God, it's done, we'll be in, we'll be in. And it's it's in every conversation. Where are you from? Oh, I've been there. And it so it doesn't surprise me that this this 10-minute drive was all kind of like, oh, Moldova and this, Moldova and that. Just, just to illustrate Damien's point there, today alone, just today, I've spoken Arabic, I've spoken Italian, I've spoken Korean, Korean. And then I also spoke Portuguese with a Spanish lady. Yeah, and you're a six foot two wrestler, and they think you could probably barely speak English. So it does come a bit of a a bit of a surprise. It's, it's, one, of, it's one of the many things that we love about working with them. But so anyway, so this taxi pulls up outside the house. The guys heard our sob story. As we pull up to the house to get out, he reaches over, and we've been chatting so much about Moldova and Moldovan culture. Um, I'm assuming, well, he's either going to give us his card as a taxi driver and say, look, just call me next time. You need a thing. I was like, that's handy to have. Or perhaps going to give us some kind of Moldovan treat. Like the I thought it was going to be yellow boiled sweets. Yeah, or a Moldo- Moldovan version of Kinder Delight. Or a kind of stick of rock in the in the national flag of Moldova, which is what colours? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't know. I'm surprised you don't know. I'm refraining for answering that just to not uh, fall into the stereotype you created over me. Anyway, he reaches back. Damo's already... I'm one leg out, man. I'm tired. Get me home. Three gigs. I think I can't get out of the cab quickly because I've still got my costume on and I'm making. And I just instinctively reach to what he's handing to me. And I'm confused as to what it is because it's not what I was expecting. And I will tell you what it is after the break. You're wrestling with the champ. Right, so what is this Moldovan man put in your hands that you weren't expecting? <laughs> in a taxi, this is sounding like a very specialist channel now. <laughs> it's a fake taxi, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Um, don't Google it if you don't. Um, so I reach out and he puts this thing in my hand and I don't recognise it because, one, it's not what I'm expecting, which I said before was either some kind of uh, Moldovan delicacy or a business card. And the reason, the second reason I don't recognise it is because it's a Scottish version. And this version has fish on it because it was a £5 note. 
I was like, where's King Charles? It's, uh, I've got two fish and a woman with a headband. Where's King Charles? And, and I kind of take it and I'm looking at it in the twilight and the, the, the light from the taxi. You make it do sound very romantic. I wasn't going to do this. <laughs> it was a beautiful moment. And I, I was I was confused and I just held it and just sat there for a moment. I said, what? 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 I didn't even say form a full sentence. You, you're probably earning less money than, than either of us. And you're driving a cab and you got married and you come from Moldova and blah, 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 and you, you think uh, what's got what we've experienced is sadder than what what you're doing, which is dragging yourself up very uh, very earnestly through through the through the system. And so he decides to go, You guys have a fine that. Bear in mind as well, earlier in the journey, he'd also told us how much he was earning from this actual trip. It's about it's less than he gave us. Yeah. It so was, basically, he said, have your money. You, you two saddos, have <laughs> your money back. And so we did. It was, did. It was a beautiful moment. And he gave us this thing. And I said, what, what's, what? And he went, it's your tips. It's your tips from me for your show. Yeah. And I almost cried. I honestly, I don't think I've ever felt such emotion. Yeah, you have. Probably when you're up a mountain in the pool. <laughs> And, yeah. and then, but it was powerful stuff. It was powerful yeah. stuff. And then, of course, the way this story ends. Well, hang on, I've got the fibre here. Do you want to listen to it? Here you go. This is what Scottish money sounds like. Why feel horrible? There it is. So we step out of the cab. The sun is setting, and me and Damon look at each other, like dumbfounded, gobs. I couldn't believe it. Much. Couldn't believe yeah. it. And we kind of look at each other and. I'm like, well, I, I just didn't know what to do. And Damien was like, I don't know. I said, should we should we tip it in back? You know, because you can tip in the app. I was very I, close to doing that. And Damien was like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he gets taxed on it. Came up with all these excuses. Yeah. And then gave him one star. Well, actually, shit, I haven't, I haven't rated him yet, have I? <laughs> Have I? You wanker. Yeah. That was the Taxi Driver Fiverr story. We're just going to wrap up our special Edinburgh Fringe episode of uh, Wrestling with a Champ uh, in a sec. Um, just maybe two from you, two acts that you've either enjoyed, because we've run out of time, two acts you've either enjoyed or maybe you think people should go and check out at some point on socials or the, the comedy circuit. Just two, because there's so many. We'll, we'll put loads on our, on our can socials. Non, can I say a non-comedy thing? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Anybody that's listening to us obviously has a passing interest in wrestling. So I'm going to do it again. Ragnarok. And Damien's sick of this, but he, he hasn't been to see it yet. He doesn't realise how good this show is. Don't want to see it. Mythos Ragnarok. It is the story. It's a Norse legend told through wrestling. It's fucking amazing. If you remember Voodoo from Night of the Ninja, mm. we met him because he was in that show. Can see our show. We won't see that. <sighs> amazing. Very good, uh, very good. And one more show then that people can go and see or an act that you might want to... This afternoon we saw Harry Stacchini, yeah. who I know from a couple of different podcasts he's done before, uh, runs the very, um, very funny, all made up podcast. Harry Top Lad, go see him, very funny. Uh, I'll, I'll give Grenade you, is the show. I'll give you two... There's a comedian from the States, and what you get at Edinburgh Festival is you get a lot of American comedians come over, some Canadians, some Australians, and a few Europeans. We bumped into uh, a lady. So a lot of those acts, right, what you have to remember is even though they're playing really nice venues at uh, 
like the underbelly and gilded balloon and stuff like that. A lot of them still do their own flyering. They might have somebody to do it, but it's, you know, it, take no advice from me, but it's really nice when a comedian is flyering for their own show because that feels super personal. And when you know you've brought that person in, that you, it's because your personality, that is the show is built about, is uh, has brought them in. And we bumped into a woman called Sophie Santos, which is Santos from the Filipino descendancy. So, of course, I spoke some Tagalog with her. I knew more than she did, but yeah. come up to the cast. Some, some are impressed when he does that. Some go, hmm. Um, uh, but but this, as, I'm not sure where Sophie was, but uh, we had a good chat with her. We went to go and see a show a couple of days afterwards, and um, she's got a podcast as well, which I'll tell you about. If you're interested in sports comedy, funnily enough, if you also like sports comedy like us, you will enjoy her podcast called Hammered Heroes and Villains. Hammered Heroes and Villains. Uh, her show, Sophie Santos, Codependent, very funny. Go and check out her podcast as well. Um, and for balance, can I offer you a white male podcast or stand-up performer? Yeah, there's two. I'll, 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 give, you, I'll give you one, but two, but they're because they're both Jewish comedians. Yeah. Um, we bumped into a lot of them. So one of them is Philip Simon, who is doing a, a, a show up here, um, Shall I Compare Thee in a Funny Way? Uh, but also there's a podcast called Jew Talking to Me. <laughs> and it's really funny. I grew up with a lot of Jewish kids at school and I've got a lot of time for the Jewish sense of humour and the personality in general, so really big fan of that. But also uh, it's Josh Edelman yes. with the Jew Rogaine experience. Yeah. Uh, you should go and check him out. Really funny comedian from the States as well. So two Jewish comedians to go and look out for. Uh, so final question then on uh, Wrestling with the Champ for Edinburgh Fringe. What's next for the champ? The champ is actually going to transition from... He's already transitioned from the podcast uh, to the stage. I know where this is going. Now he's going into the paddling pool. Yeah. And on uh, Bank Holiday Monday, August the 28th, in Rosendale, Lancashire, the champ will be competing at the home of Black Pudding. Well... Famous for black pudding, very potentially for all that. Uh, he will be competing in the world famous World Gravy Wrestling Championships. Yes, this is a real thing. Can I get a rewind? The World Gravy Wrestling Championships. Yes, this is a real thing. It happens every year and it is happening on August Bank Holiday, Monday the 28th now, of August. I ask you, why are you doing this? I am the champ. No. I am a wrestler. No, no, I do. no. Why are you doing this, though? Because In all honesty, why Why have you chosen to give up your free time on a bank holiday? Because it's in gravy. I love gravy. Actually, it's not really gravy uh, for various reasons. They, they have something that looks like gravy. The one rule is you can't hold anybody's head under it. Everything else goes. 16 men, 8 women, 2-minute matches. <sighs> Glory awaits. How, how cool would that be? How cool would that be? This is why I'm doing it. We could legitimately... Not we. Because <laughs> that's not a lot involved. You're, in... you're part of this. I'm part uh, of the widest. You're, you're, I am the Adam to your God. All right? Well, I thought you were going to say Eve then. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Your creation could have... Up till now, all his glories and titles have been... I've, I've been in the fantasy world. Yeah. This is the first 
chance of real-world silverware. I do think, genuinely, you, you're going to get a kick out of it. And there's something a bit tactile about the experience that you're going to enjoy. And why not? Because why? that's why you might choose it. Not everyone plays a fictional wrestler in a podcast. Uh, everyone else has got other reasons for wanting to do so. The, the, but I, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I just, I'm just trying to get into the mind of... You know. I, I don't see why you're, you're finding this so hard because we, we did actually shoot when we got it. We never released it, but we did a pilot, a little TV uh, episode about an actor who played a wrestler that then goes to wrestle for real, which is basically what's happening now. And Damien, even though he wrote that script but and directed thing- what we did, can't get his head around this actually happening. Because it's in gravy. <laughs> because it's in gravy. It just adds a new... It's like... Um, in Team Wolf, you know the scene in Team Wolf, and yeah. I think this is what you're reliving as close as you can, right? So you basically look like Teen Wolf, it, it very closely. Your beard is that, and that scene where the two women are wrestling each other in jelly. I think that that's locked in your psyche somewhere. No, 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 no. This is still this is all from you, because what happened? What happened last year? We came back from Edinburgh. The first episode of the podcast after we came back from Edinburgh, season four, episode one. Churros, which is based on a guy that we met at the Fringe. And that episode was pie-per-view. It was all right. about the pie-per-view, which was what? Gravy. gravy. Wrestling in a giant pie of gravy. Yes. But where did that come from? That came from when you were on BBC Radio Manchester the first time. And wasn't there a woman chiming in saying that she did gravy wrestling? No, pudding wrestling. There was a pub she there used to you go, go. to. Right, and I'm sure gravy wrestling got mentioned at the same time. So don't don't tell me I'm responsible for your king. This is your no. no look, you, you, you sounded like Oppenheimer now, trying to put trying to put. Oh, the I'm not back trendy in. enough to see three hours of movies. I've got two kids. Yeah. Well, if you want to see the champ drop the bomb like an Oppenheimer gravy bomb, yeah, I look as good as Barbie. Uh, well, you probably missed the boat by now. But need a, you're, you're going to need a name for your finishing move. Let's just wrap up. If you want to think of some kind of gravy-related finishing move, you've got till about August the 25th to come up with one. Uh, look, I'm, I've already got some lines done. Right. Right. I love the smell of gravy in the morning. Yeah? It's for the film reference for people yeah. there. Yeah. Um, when I win in my acceptance speech, yeah. thank you for bestowing this honour on me. God. God. Oh, and, 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 and if my opponent should get one up on me. Ooh. Right? Hello. <laughs> I shall I shall get very angry and tell him that he's made a gravy mistake. That's all we have time for from the Edinburgh Festival today. We look forward to and taking on the role of uh, the Ginger Ninja in the World Gravy Wrestling Championships at the end of August. Feel free to uh, do a little recording while you're there and we can use it in a future uh, bonus episode. Yeah, that bonus episode may very well be an appeal for funds for my healthcare. (laughs) On behalf of Ant, I'm Damien. Thank you for listening to this special episode live from the Edinburgh Fringe. Time to fade in the bagpipes as we finish the last of our warm cans of hooch alcoholic lemon brew because we are 17 again. Cheers.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This show is part of Podomity, the podcast comedy network. We're the best-kept secret on Acast. Why not laugh at what else we've got? Check out podomity.com now.